guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show, and welcome back to another Monday, man. I hope your uh, New Year's goals and everything is going well, man. It's a beautiful Monday, and I'm just so grateful to be alive and delivering this message to you guys once again. And so, here we go, episode number 15. It's time to refine our motives, guys. I got a lot of actionable steps in this podcast. First and foremost, we always, as human tendency, we try to rationalize lies. Right When we're trying to justify our intent to others, it normally it, it just never works. It's kind of like me putting a whole bunch of Thai students into universities around the world. When I try rationalizing to this specific individual, saying, hey, look what I've done. Look at my track record. He just did not want to hear any of it. Why? Because it was his intent to get rid of me to begin with. You see what I mean? And he did well. He did well. But you know what? I honestly believe, yes, he was. A disgusting mutant, but at the same time, if it wasn't for him getting rid of me, I would still be in that place complaining and being around some of those the most toxic human beings in the world. So again, that's the rationalization of it, right? But what I want to focus on, I want to focus on a couple of things. So I'm going to focus on four core areas. You know, dealing with children, spouse, okay, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever you want to call it, work team, and in a business deal. So I got a couple of things. When you're in an interaction with the child, what you need to ask yourself is this. Are your actions motivated by genuine love and care? Are you really seeking the best interest of that specific child? Are you humble enough to admit if you are wrong? Or are you really trying to impose your will on that child? And so, guys, of course, me being a teacher and me being, you know, back in, what is it, back in my first teaching job, as a matter of fact, six years ago, there I got a preconceived notion and a pre, whatever, a perception of this specific kid by the name of Pote. Now, the vehement individual that actually hired me to begin with, <laughs> good times, she hired me, she's like, listen, you got a very, very bad student in your class. And I remember he came to my class and I was watching his every move. And so I told him from the very beginning, I said, listen, I'm the head honcho. You're going to do as I say. I get, I put everything out there on the table, and you know what? He abide by my rules. Yes, there was a time that he punched another kid in the face, and, you know, uh, he started bleeding and whatnot. But that was only one problem over the course of those five months. From that very beginning, of course, he didn't have a father figure in his life. He only had his mother. So his mother would come up to me and say, listen, can you help my son? I said, yes. I will do everything I can because I used to be in his footsteps too. Or I used to see kids that were in his footsteps too and they ended up either killing themselves, doing drugs, dead, or in prison. So, over those five months, I did an extraordinary job. And you know what? A lot of the students' parents, they were so sad when I left. Well, they didn't even know I left until I just disappeared because they wanted me to stay so much. You know, one of the parents, that specific individual, Pote, his mother was like, please, please, you're helping my son so much. He has so much – his behavioral you, – you know, his uh, he doesn't have behavioral problems anymore. He said – you know, he's talking about you being in the back of the bus and you guys playing on your iPad while you guys were coming back from the zoo. And he's just so happy to be around with you. Thank you so much. You've helped him so much. And guess what? After I left, what happened? He returned to his same state because he didn't have that guide anymore. You know, even worse – he turned into a very, very monsterish. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it, but apparently he's just biting people all over the school now. <laughs> what is it in grade one, grade two, first grade, second grade, third grade, four? I think he's probably in about, oh man, that was six years ago. So he's got to be probably in the sixth grade right now. 
fifth or sixth grade. So, again, that does replicate. But when you, when I told him my intent and he knew my intent, he knew, okay, there's no hidden agenda with this specific teacher. So, guys, interaction with a child. Knowing, hey, you know what, I'm boss. It's kind of like there was one kid on the Sky Train. This might be a long you know, podcast, but who gives a damn? There was this kid on the Sky Train. He kept crying and saying the same bullshit for 20 minutes. I don't know what he was saying. He's from, like, Myanmar or Cambodia. But he just kept crying. You know what? And the father was holding him. See, from the very beginning, if I have a child, I'm going to say, listen, no crying. I swear to you, I am the law. This is a dictatorship. I am the law. I am, This is the United States of Arsenio Buck. And you're going to abide by my rules. But I could know, I could tell right off the bat when children have those types of behavioral problems, I could look right at the parent and say, wow, that father's not even doing anything. He's not telling them to be quiet. He's not telling them to do this. He's not telling them to do that. He's not even saying, hey, man, if you keep crying, it's going to be hell for you. That child never, again, I do believe that, yes, you can, like any other individual, you can train or you can coach or you can mentor your child to become a very, a, a fantastic member of society. And some people say, oh, it's too difficult. My son has all, I don't give a damn about that. I don't give a damn about, it's too difficult. You're creating your own barriers. Because guess what? I changed, and that was my first ever teaching job. I changed the individual for those five months. He was never that bad. Every time I looked at him, I said, and he just said, oh my God, okay. And he sat down. And apparently that year before, he would bite, kick, and do everything to those, uh -uh, not, uh, not on my watch. You see what I mean? So again, I know if the ch if the child is rabid as hell, crazy as hell. I used to teach them again at a technical college in the south of Thailand called Nakhon Si Tamara. And boy, those children, those fifteen to what twenty two year olds, they would bring machetes to school. They would fight each other. They would get in fights with other technical colleges with all types of weapons. Um, it, it would just be reckless. And you know what? Every time I saw the parent, they were a poor farmer. Or they were just working all day. They don't know anything about personal development. They don't know about leadership. They don't know about taking care of a child to begin with. They would give me some of those, oh my god, he's a, 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 a... Trust me, you already know that story. But again, just by looking at the parents, I know what's up. Pretty shocking, huh? So anyways, guys, I'm just telling you from my experience, and I gave you those questions. You guys can check that out on the ArsenioBuckShow.com. So, interaction with the spouse. Are you sincerely listening to what your spouse has to say? Yes, there are times that I say, you know what? If I could just listen a little bit more and ask better follow-up questions, everything would be insanely good. But you know what? A couple of relationships did fall. But, of course, my last relationship, the last dating relationship I had, it fell because there was no, there was no thank you. There was no, oh, you're doing great. You're, you're this, you're that. There was no acknowledgement of that. It was always the complaining about the small things. I remember one time while making eye contact, I quickly glanced over to my left because something happened. And then next thing you know, I came back within probably a, a second and apparently I'm not listening. You see what I mean? Those types of little ticky tack shit, that shit is never going to, it never works for either party. And so, of course, that was doomed from the very beginning, actually, you know, figuring it out and just laying everything out there on the table. That was already doomed because, again, that nitpicking and that saying, oh, well, he looked over here. That means he's not listening to me, although I've been asking follow-up questions the last 30 minutes. You see what I mean? <sighs> Guys, are you genuinely open to his or her influence? Do you understand where he or she is coming from? 
Are you fo- or or are you focused on complaining, you know, or explaining your point of view and being right or getting your way? You see what I mean? Now, I'll repeat that last sentence. Or are you focused on explaining your point of view, being right or getting your way? That's exactly what happened in my last my last dating relationship just a week ago. 2 weeks ago, sorry. Because at that time, it was it, she always wanted her way. It was always her point of view, and it was always her being right. You're never going to win that war. What you can do, yes, sit that person down and say, dude, I've been uh, you know, doing some research and whatnot, and you know, I know a couple of things. I'm doing everything I can to make you happy. I remember that last night I left. That last night I left, when I was sitting there, I was like, listen, I can't make you happy. You're going to be angry. You're going to keep blaming, complaining, and, de- and deflecting. I'm, I'm done. Fuck this. We're done. And that was the end. Because guess what, man? I mean, there just comes a time where you just got to lay your foot down and say, you know what? Is this worth the emotional distress? That's some, those are some things. Those are some questions you need to ask yourself. Write a couple of things down. Send them to me on the Arsenio Buck Show on any platform out there on Google. <sighs> Going into the next one. Working with the team. Are you quick to see and acknowledge the contribution of every team member? Now, Juwan, she is my content writer. She is a phenomenal. I mean, I love this girl. Man, she's been putting together some of the most unbelievable Microsoft Word documents. I am so excited about her approaching me and joining my team because she gives me ideas all of the time. She is fantastic. I absolutely acknowledge the contribution. Absolutely. So, or are you one of those people, such as, you know, the boss that I actually came across the first time yesterday, didn't even get a hello. But, uh, of course, he does. He just floats around. I don't really speak to him. But him not taking care of the people from the front desk to his language centers, not putting proper, you know, furniture in the classrooms, no computers, no this, no that. All this shit is like 2000, year 2000 type of shit. And me having to put all of that, uh, all of the money forward to buy my own visa and work permit. Really? Really? That's what you want me to do. But you're not going to take care of me? You're going to give it to an agency to take care of me and you're not going to take care of me? You see what I mean? So why should I dedicate my time to a place like that? When technically he just doesn't give a damn. So if they say, hey, AJ, are you free? Are you free? Are you free? Hell no, I ain't free. Oh, but, uh, but, 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 uh, no, but, 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 what, what? You got to tell me what, what? Okay, because obviously they're not doing anything. Are you focused on a win for the entire team or are you focused on a win for yourself? He's focused on a win for himself. He doesn't come to me and say, hey, AJ, let's go over the evaluation. We're going to have a meeting. What books are you working? You know, what can you guys use in your classrooms? What can I do? How can we get together workshops so we can get teachers trained? Hell no. It's not how it works, man. And you know what? I mean, I guess, I I don't know. Obviously, you're not going to have leaders like that. It's very difficult to get leaders like that, but... That's what happens when you have a money, uh, stingy-centered uh, boss. And, of course, he's not the only one. There's, like, millions of them out there. So, uh, again, are you primarily focused on your own win, on being a hero or being recognized for your own ideas? Okay, that's a little bit different. But are you are you primarily focused on your own win? Man, I was looking at how they're marketing and stuff. They should be marketing on Facebook. Nope. They're still marketing at those specific areas. Okay, let's market here, market there. That, that shit doesn't work anymore. You don't even have the women to market. You know what I mean? It's just over and over and over. People just do not understand the essence of human interaction. 
So again, when it comes to my team, absolutely. I got my own team. I got my content writer. I'm building so many different things right now. I'm not worried about all that other garbage that's happening out there. Now, in terms of the primary place that I work at right now, which I'm reducing the amount of number of hours there because, again, I do not like being paid that much, which I'm going to get into next. There it is. Okay? So, guys, check that out. Again, in a business deal, do you genuinely want what's best for both of you, for both parties? You know, what constitutes as a win for another party or the other party? Or do you really want the win, regardless of what happens to the other party? These are things you need to ask yourself. These are interactions we have every day. Children, spouse, friends, mothers, fathers, you can create your own question. But it does bring you to a certain amount of, of a certain level of awareness. So, the five adaptations. This is what I want you guys to do. There are five questions, again, on the Arsenio Buck Show. I'll repeat them. Number one, why are you feeling unappreciated and undervalued? Why do you think they don't see the good work you do? What makes you think they're focused on that? Why do you think they said that? Why would you talk to your boss about it? Or why would you, you know, or how can you protect yourself in the future? You know, in the future. So, guys... This just happened, right? I told you guys the story about those two students I had. And the first time I met her, she was very egotistical, this and that. I remember I met her probably somewhere June or July last year. And the next thing you know, right before Christmas, they just completely just two-faced me and said, Oh, this, that, we want a new teacher. And you know what's so amazing? I felt so unappreciated. And so, I felt so like, like betrayed because what i did in terms of teaching them it's like i would give the test i would give them this and they're like have you done it no i'm too busy wait and so you think things are just gonna happen see that's that entitlement so yeah i mean what can i do in the future to protect myself well always never take anyone for granted it doesn't matter how nice they are they're this they're that i mean even with the interview i had a couple years ago i thought i nailed it But then again, I saw that Thai lady. That Thai lady looked at me, and I'm like, oh, damn it. She saw the black guy, and guess why I didn't get the job? Of course, the other white guy had came in after me, and he got the job. That's just just how it works. But again, what I'm trying to say here is, why do I think that? What makes me think that they're focused on my skin? What makes me think that they're focused on this or focused on that? And why why would they say that to begin with? Okay, well, there's some things that I was doing. No, it's just you can't make an unhappy person happy. It's a choice that the unhappy person needs to make, him or herself. Now, those two girls, they're doomed. One is already being scanned for cancer at the age of 21. Why? Maybe because things that she just committed. It could be anything. No, I'm not trying to say anything about people that have cancer or anything like that. But if you're a bad person, it's going to show some. It's going to show somehow, some way in your life. And no, I'm not trying to say everyone a bad has cancer. No, I'm just saying. For you to pull a stunt like that, it just shows that what your character is and what you are as an individual. I mean, we've all been there, guys. I mean, you've been there. You're probably saying, oh, yep, this and that and this and that. But you know what? That five adaptation thing, it could really help you. So those are five ways that you can figure out the real intent. See, if your intent is based on caring, principles, seeking mutual benefit, which I always do with my students... Okay, as long as I did that, but 
if the other party doesn't see it, and of course the entitled party, this is why I don't like dealing with people who have money or entitlement or especially university students here in Thailand because there's such a sense of entitlement and especially with the women. Now the men, they never have problems. They're never going to go up there and say, oh, oh my God, he said all these egregious things that you would not even, you wouldn't even be able to guess what they said. But again, it's all predicated on what they say. And you know what? If I was at my previous job, what would they would do? They would basically take away like three to five classes. So they would literally strip my pockets, at least 25% worth of my pockets every month for the next three months because a student said something that's not even true about me. See, this is the difficult part about working in a country like Thailand. Because once something happens, you're almost blacklisted in school, regardless if, regardless if it's true or not. And you know what's the funniest thing? Everything I got going right now, books and people listening to me around the world and this and that. And I'm like, oh, my God, then why am I so focused on this? Don't worry about this. This is just this. All this is is just little, small, small, ridiculous ass income. All this is finished by the end of this year. And after that, I'm going to be paid for what I'm worth. Well, that's why I got a big interview coming up with UOB. And then next thing you know, I might get over there to Singapore and start teaching leadership and teach this. And te you see what I mean? All of this is just nonsense. But these are things that to help me grow and to figure out. And, of course, with the interaction in general, because maybe I might go through another situation like this where I can handle it a little bit more differently. You see what I mean? Always know what your intent is. Know what your values are. Because guess what? If you have that trust and you have those values, it's going to pay dividends. If not... You're going to get taxed, meaning that bad things are going to happen. So three ideas by Stephen Covey. Here are your actionable steps along with the other things that you can, of course, write down in this podcast. First, make sure you've identified your principles, what resonates with you, your congruency. Second, recognize that you may need a, a deeper help to change those types of things if something is malaligned within you. What do I mean by that? Well, you know what? It's like subconscious and conscious. So if I actually use affirmations right now, absolutely, they'll work. But some people have things that are just completely embedded into their hardware within their subconscious mind, whereas affirmations will not work. You may need to seek that type of help. Or third, believe your way into the person you want to be. Example, if you're now a person who cares, who doesn't care that much about others, but you want to start you know, caring about others, well, you know what? Act on that desire. So, guys, you got a lot of work to do. Stay tuned for the next one. We got another one on Wednesday coming up. And as always, guys, this was a smoking hot podcast. This was a long one. Enjoy it. Share it. If you shared it, that means you liked it. That means thank you so much. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.